Hello, this is episode, fuck me, this is episode 18 slash 146. In this episode, Mike Sains returns and we help you have a boner killing Christmas. This is the last episode of 2020. Nope, that's not true. It is the last episode of 2020. Well, that's still, that's the same, oh, that's the same number. I am losing my cotton-picking mind, cotton-picking mind, cotton-picking mind. I am losing my cotton-picking mind, cotton-picking mind, cotton-picking mind. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Monica Hamburg Presents Confined. Thank you so much for being here. We have the lovely Mike Sains. Hi, Mike. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing tonight? Thank you for having me again, Monica. They, they said good. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being here again. I'm so happy to have you and chat with you about all the cruel things I can torment you with. <laughs> the internet be like that sometimes. Indeed it be. Uh, all right. So oh, just boy. so people know, uh, on this show, you will learn... How to be a 3% man. Is that something you've been wanting to teach people, Mike? I have been wondering how to subtract 97% of myself from <laughs> myself. So I am excited to learn. I'm excited to learn, Corey. It's a good deal. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with some perplexing products. So, okay, um, Mike. Hmm. Um, this is a walking stick. Sexy mm -hmm. bronze handle flanier, which doesn't mean anything. Uh, it flanier, doesn't? It, no, I think I looked it up and I was like, all right, that doesn't actually mean anything. Flanier aid, fantasy fetish and accessories. There are a lot of words here. I don't think any of them go together. Also, where is this? Is this on the moon? <laughs> well, it does appear to be not only on the surface of the moon, but looking back at us, the mere mortals of the earth. So this implies that like, an astronaut took this with him to take the best possible pictures for his eBay store when he gets home to like make a little on the side because NASA's not really working right now. StockX, or I said StockX, we're not buying shoes. SpaceX is really dominating the space market right now. Oh NASA's on the sidelines kind of watching. So this is uh, it. But yeah. This is the Solon on on the moon here, but it does remind me. Fun fact about myself in the past lives that I once lived. We used to sell martial arts supplies and equipment in this family. And uh, this, is, this is not a bit. This is true fact. I and there is like an entire genre of <laughs> gentlemen's canes that are not what they appear. <laughs> right. And I guess, uh, I guess that that's what this is partly. Imbibing? Also... Yeah. But they keep implying that it's a walking stick. Like, they're leaning heavily on the walking stick part, and that's where they lose me. Because the weird kinksters, okay, I get that. Um, all right, so let me let me just tell people what this is. Mm. So <laughs> let's just get you a little up to speed here. So it starts out with saying, and, and this is where it loses me right away, it starts off by saying, extra part. <laughs> You know, Park, you're being a bit extra. If you could just extra, tone down the nature. Park. Yeah. Huh. Extra Park walking stick, heavy bronze handle, you, 
slash woman feels safe. Now, all right, this has been translated from Chinese I, or <laughs> Russian. Okay, I, I'm already getting vibes. In any country, however, uh, I, and I can't represent all women, uh, but as a woman, I don't know if I do feel safer walking with a naked cane. <laughs> I mean, there is a chance that the creep might hump the cane instead of me, but I really wouldn't bank on it. You would have to have the probability of running into like a figurine fetishist. Yeah. Um, not really high odds in too many urban settings that I can think. I mean, you really have to be in the suburbs or something like that. I really, uh, <laughs> but it, this, what, what is that last line? Make you slash woman feels safer. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. At least, they're not. Does it, I forget in the description, did it claim some kind of fantastical power, like a magic aura of the cane itself? Is that part of it? You know, I didn't just... see that, but I'm sure it was implied. Yeah, yeah. And the, you know, I mean, they're trying to class it up. They let me know it's bronze. I mean, doesn't that impress you? And also, you know, it's durable in the field of battle. Right? I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to sell this cane. You're, try, you're trying to help out. Uh, maybe it does have magical powers. Uh, and it, and it rem that reminds me that there was one time where I attended a self-help seminar. And they weren't going to teach us like actual self-help techniques or anything. Not the martial arts you know of. But what they were teaching us and it was this guy and he was just he he thinks he had worked for the CIA or something. It was one of those oh, things boy. where you're like, I'm sure, sure you don't have those credentials and yet are talking at the Vancouver Public Library. Like, the odds of you being an expert in giving your skills to a room of idiots is unlikely. But the best part was all he did was show us video clips and then tell us how they went wrong <laughs> or right. <laughs> That's amazing. It was Nothing amazing. Other than this is not how the CIA would do it. This no. is not how it went in the field. Let me tell you how it really went down. Uh, was yeah. it, was I mean, was he like playing like blood sport? He's like, this is not how the CIA infiltrates the Kumite. It, I would not do a split like this. It was like that kind of thing, except it would be what they did wrong. Like, okay, there's a gang attack and then the person does whatever they do. And he's like, no, you know, that is terrible because he didn't look to the right and they always come from oh, the right. Boy. But what was amazing about this thing, and there were many things, but just the best part was that he showed us video clips and they were not relevant to our lives at all, to anybody at the Vancouver Public Library. But the <laughs> best one was the final, the coup de grace, the thing that he was like, okay, this is it. This will, this is what they're gonna walk away with some real tight knowledge. Really send it home. Really send it home was a film that Anthony Hopkins was in, and I don't know what it is, but it's a film where he has a fairy. And somebody is attacking him, and a fairy came and saved him. And then this guy just went, there you go, and shut the video down. And I was like, what if you don't have a fairy? <laughs> then what? It, like, I, that's such an amazing, just meant if he just, like, oh, just that video clip, and he goes, the CIA! And then that's, but nothing is so, that's such a powerfully abstract, what, so you just have to interpret the ending? He just, this is the end of the presentation. The I, I guess mass I, is ended, go in peace. I feel like the ending must have been get your own fairy. And I was like, I give us some steps. I don't have is to follow the, your logic. The fairy uh, metaphor for wiretapping and video surveilling threats to the American government, do you think? 
Oh, okay. I should have listened more carefully. <laughs> Do you think he was trying to say, you know, like Tinkerbell, uh, Operation Tinkerbell? <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm like really trying to do work for this guy. You, you, you know what? You're doing way more work than this guy did in all the prep he did for this. But he got the gig, though. He yeah. still got the gig and presented to you guys as in the in the guise of self self help. He got he got a gig talking at a Canadian library, which I guarantee you is not the money maker that you Americans think it is. <laughs> well, did you feel helped though? <laughs> all right so back to our thing uh this is precious wood a piece of luxury in hand a bronze handled walking stick 93.5 centimeters the ideal holiday companion it feels good in the hand it is made of solid precious wood elegant pamel and then it says and i think you'll like this line this is not just a naked woman no it is a work of art Is it though? Okay, this, all right. This is full creepo. Like there's no, like you're not even, uh, like the ads are usually like, something about you being like a gentleman or get like a little bit of distinction. But it's, it's, this is just simply for that last line. Like everything above it is just so they could type the last line. And then the horror show, which is like the epilogue underneath of that. Which you have is, never had a woman so tightly in your head. Oh God, oh God. <laughs> this person's mother has some answers that I require. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But I, also, he, he makes a lot of assumptions. It's like, you've never had a woman, like, even if he said so tightly, you've never had a woman in your head. You're like, come yeah. on, man, why are you like, hey, don't, don't fucking, then, uh, get, uh, <laughs> I've said this recently, it's like telling me to drink a, a diet soda. It's like, don't you fucking worry about the diet soda or how I've held a woman tightly. This is not for your business eBay ad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're yes. selling fucking pain over here, But it, uh, it's it's yeah, really stunning. Okay, uh, and then uh, this the one the part that I really liked is the ideal holiday companion because I'm like, oh really? Because this is what I see in my head. I see, hey mom and dad, I'm bringing a hot walking stick to Christmas dinner. Oh man, that's where it does get sad. It, it it's like I just realized it's not it's not a stick for you and your companion to enjoy. No, the stick itself is the thing coming with you yeah. to the holiday gathering as your partner. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, we're gonna, oh, we're, gosh. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna move along because uh I don't wanna uh, oh here because I was gonna say because I don't want to traumatize you, but no, I do want to traumatize you. What the <laughs> fuck is this, Mike? Oh Lord. All right. Well it does appear to if you read it, just if I just were reading the ad without seeing the image, it appears to be they're selling acids that have been pickled and jarred on eBay for a hefty 15 British pounds. And what would you describe what you're seeing in this photo? I, are they, are they like 
cinnamon buns? <laughs> are they are they smushed brown eggs? I mean, I have it's I'm yeah. getting hungry now, but oh, I shouldn't God, be getting no. hungry now. Are you okay, Mike? Oh no. There's no reason you should be getting hungry looking at whatever heinousness oh, is in God. this. Oh god. Oh my god, Mike. No. Oh no. Oh Mike. No, no, no. No. See? I have to call my therapist. <laughs> Okay. Uh, pickled bums, an attractive and quirky gift. This is the problem. The problem is, I think quirky is an insult. And I say that because I have been called it many a time. So I know it's not good. Each jar, <laughs> each jar of pickled bums is unique, packed full to bursting with an assortment of plump, lovingly crafted bums. Which come in all sizes, whilst a lucky few in each jar will have the addition of a colorful thong. Mike, why does that make them lucky? They are pickled in a jar by a psychopath. So, is the mind of a collector gone in totally insane? Because this, when when I hear that they're doing jars of pickled bum and in each jar there's one lucky one, I just heard of the exact kind of promotion you'd say to a kid when you're selling baseball cards or comic books or a pack Ooh. of like, get these Funko Pops and you might get the Chase variant that everyone is after. But this fucking lunatic <laughs> who made these under the bright moonlight, uh, I, are these hot dogs wrapped in rice? What is it? I'm <laughs> so upset by the... And they know they've made no explanation other than the term bum. And you are left to fucking figure out what they have put a thong on and then pickled in liquid for an amount of time that it looks like on the left side of before and then on the right side, the horror show of the after effects. That's entirely possible. Also, it feels like this is a Rorschach test for you. Is what do you see in these jars? And then bring that yeah. to your therapist. We get a printout, then you bring it right to your therapist. When I get a larger screen and get it printed out and really get an HD image, you know what? I'm going to do the old man thing and just really lean into my phone here. <laughs> Oh, God. And what you can see here is, uh, please see my other items for fun variations. And this guy's, when people say fun and they don't mean fun, it really horrifies me. Fun variations of pickled bums. And so to the right or to the left, you see pickled boobs and bums. And then I got you a screenshot of the beach bums, which look filthy. Like it looks it's... just, and there's a fucking fish. There's a fish next to an ass there, and I am not okay with this. But no, it's like, this better not be edible. Whatever this no. is, it's just, somebody put some weird dolls they found in a jar, right? Like, make me feel a little bit better. Like, okay, yes, no, you're, 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 gonna, you're gonna be okay, because it does say these pickled bums are not edible. Oh, thank God. But... <laughs> But on the plus side, they will never decline in quality. Okay, well, you can't decline in quality because there was no quality to start with. We've There's established no, no baseline of quality here. Yes, that's correct. There is no baseline. And then it says, should prove fun to look at for years to come. No, which 
It, you know what I'm saying? I have a feeling those beach bum products are just the ones he looked at for a really long time. They went bad. And he was like, we'll call them something. And they're just part of a product line. And I already know that they last for fucking years because I have another collection that I'm looking at as I type this on eBay. <laughs> oh, no. Find oh. and block this seller. <laughs> Okay, I had to do something. Hold on one second. I uh, I have to fix one of the audio settings because you are too quiet. Uh, I am definitely. Oh, okay. Hey, well, hey. well, I am not too quiet, but you are too quiet. But you will you will just yell at me. Okay. Uh, the last thing <laughs> says it should prove fun for years to come. And I thought, okay, Mike, I am working on the self development as I told you. I'm like you know, really trying to be mindful. That's one of the big things: the mindfulness. Hmm. Um, and so I thought, okay, yes, I'll put this in my practice. I will work with this. Mindfulness moments, be enthralled every day by your jar of pickled bums. This is some Jack Handy level wisdom, hmm. gentlemen. That's, I, that's all I want for my life is to be as wise as that man. To to open your eyes every day, to start your day, uh, to have the pickled bums next to your bed, as I would assume you'd do once you purchase them, uh, and then wake up and feel the spirit of life itself. Gosh, I just <laughs> wish that I could feel what this person feels. Yeah. To be amazed at a jar of pickled bums and think that that is good for me. And, and yes, and to be, for it to delight you. Like, do you know, to like, to have, yeah, to right. have such a baseline cool. for, for being amused that almost anything works. You see a jar of pickled bums, you're like, 20 fucking years of good times. <laughs> I'm good strong language you have to look at groins and what we did see some titties in there yes. you know what i'm saying and to think to yourself to see some pickled tits and think you know i feel christ inside of me right now like enthralled is strong language like i'm gonna i'm gonna feel quality of life because of this yes you will you will okay. uh don said in the chat john said what those bums can't be eaten out Oh, the it. joke was right there. It was right there, and she did it. it she right found it. There. She's a comic. It makes sense. What are we doing with our lives, Mike? What are we doing? All right, we're going to move on to some baffling books. Uh, these are amazing. And that's where we have The 3% Man, and he's, it's secrets, okay? So it says, the how to be a 3% man, learn pickup, fuck you, so hard, learn pickup, dating, and relationship secrets that only 3% of the world's men know about being successful with women. So I do want to start with the fact that one of the secrets should be don't put 3% man next to your photo. <laughs> I mean, I'm a very literal person. The three percent. How to be a three percent man? It there's a lot wrong. There's a lot wrong. Uh, 
how do, where do we start? Clearly he saw Magnolia once, right? He really identified with the Tom Cruise part. Yes. Didn't learn any of the lessons at the end with the father. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mr. Mr. Hairline that starts at the top of his head appears to be the key to, again, learn. Uh, we just have to eliminate this from our lexicon. Learn pickup. But also, what a bold choice to not even call them learn pickup lines or the art of how to pick up women. It is now just shorthand, learn pickup. Learn pickup. Learn pickup. Use like your pickup truck. If, if he had a shop, it would be his neon sign flashing. Learn pickup. Learn <laughs> pickup. Learn pickup. Three percent man. And then I like, I really do like when people put some shitty thing together, but then also make a grammatical error that ruins what they're saying. It's so good. Uh, so only 3% of the world's men. So I guess it's it's all oh. the world's. Oh. Yeah, so then, okay. Well, then that's, I understand. There's all, all like of all the aliens and other beings that may exist, he's going to teach you the prime technique. Because let me tell you something. Aliens are amazing at treating women. Like they, <laughs> they know just what to do. So maybe, maybe Earthmen can learn something. I, I, you know, we actually need the, like the response book where the aliens do in fact come down because he left this gap here. And it just, it just seems so, so the three percent, like that, that claim, you know, he's used that at a bar, right? Like, I can teach you something that only 3% of men in the whole world know. It's like a spam email for financial advice in the form of uh, yet another how to pick up women books from a guy in a suit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking um, at his face. I know, I know he sexually harasses in the workplace. Like that is a claim that I can make with equivity, whatever that word is. The word there's a lot of strong branding. Strong branding. He's. I, I just noticed in the top left corner. He. It's not just by Corey Wayne, one of the top pickup people in the world. I don't even know how to say it with the shorthand. He's got a CW. What is that? A feather across his name. He's got like a little watermark with his name. How to be a three percent man. He's got. He want. This. He's really trying to move in on some kind of market. Like he's like that Joel Osteen type. And yes. Yeah, <laughs> I want there to be more work from this guy, but something tells me this exists as a cheap Amazon book, and that is the entirety of it. Yes, <laughs> and, and and by the way, an alleged sexual harasser. No one said he's a sexual harasser except me in my head. Uh, a little disclaimer in case uh, he is one of the two people watching on YouTube. I just need, I needed to clarify. Oh, <laughs> we 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 do have notifications that his website is interesting, but I highly suggest that we not give this man faith in the Christmas season. Where He's like, look at the uptick in business. Look at the uptick. People are learning. And you know what? I told, I'm telling you, honey, that oh, I assume that he's married. Oh, no. Oh, he's for sure married. He, he's snagged. Oh, no. <laughs> really? It's, 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 no, I, it's, look, sleazy people always, are always married. Um, okay. So next we have. They find a way. They find they a way. They really do. They do find a way. Desperate ways to meet men. I think this is the best title I've ever heard. Uh, and then it's subtitled. Yikes. <laughs> it, it's great. It's really great. First of all, I, right away, I'm like, desperate ways to meet men. That just sounds great. That just sounds like this woman's on the street corner screaming, 
throw me a man. Won't somebody throw me a man? <laughs> and then attract your soulmate is great because you're like, oh, I am desperate and pathetic. I also it, want my soulmate who is desperate. Yeah, oh, no, the oil and water, oil and water, oil and water. Because the, you can't, you cannot... <laughs> If you're desperate to meet someone, I just have to tie because like, and I'm not like, because there might be someone out there that needs to hear this. If you're desperate to find someone and you also believe that your soulmate is out there, the first person you meet, whom you are desperate to meet, you will automatically identify as your soulmate and just Absolutely. fill them in with whatever it is you're looking for. Yes. Please know that I've, I've definitely done that before. Please don't do it to yourself in the, but like, I, I didn't, I didn't write it in the title of a book. <laughs> and then put my name on it and then put it in the subheader, which is actually your, I hate to do this to somebody. That's her deepest desire in life. Desperate ways to meet men, attracting your soulmate. Desperate. Oh, oh gosh. Like, and you, you nailed it in both the voice and like your initial instinct and in who this person is. Cause my, when I heard desperate to meet a man, find your soulmate, I immediately thought of the old cartoon. It's like, it's a man. And then they run them down and strangle whoever it is they run across and fucking tie them up. You know what I'm saying? Not a, not a good vibe. No. And no. when you when when you do eventually find that person, that person's also going to be like, a woman! It, like, that's going to be terrifying for you. And maybe yeah. that you should see that as a mirror. You, yeah, it, you really should. You really should. Um, I did start thinking, like, what would desperate ways to meet a man be? And I came up with the following. <laughs> uh, which, which, Mike, would you read this tactic? Sure. Set fire to his house. Then say, since you're homeless, why don't you stay with me? Isn't that a great tactic? It's, it's well, you know, I've heard of gaslighting. This is fire lighting. And I respect the technique. I respect the technique. And that I could recommend for this very, very sad person could be their next book, Firelighting, the way to getting the man that you couldn't get with my first book. <laughs> oh, what a great title. I love it. All right. Uh, now we have... Okay, Mike, uh, your audio is cutting in and out. So I may just read this uh, and then get you to comment on it. But it is, uh, it's, it's by the same author as the other one. Uh, so, so she's going she's gonna to need some follow-up books, but uh, like follow-up books that aren't the one you suggested. Apparently she's got 600. <laughs> this one is uh, Party Animals, A Long Roller Coaster Ride, Kindle Edition. And uh, Mike, you can stop me anytime as I go through this and any comments you have. I'll read it slowly because I think everyone will need to absorb it. Animals just want to have fun. <laughs> All animals, right. Animals just want to have friends and family around. And they absolutely love Disney World. But who doesn't? Life gets fun when they have a get-together and a nap crashes their party where it happens to come to an end. All right. I, I didn't... What's... The... There was a lot of what this person wants in life, and then I heard them try to describe the plot in the, in the guise of animals. It was like, yeah, you want, you want to have fun, 
You want friends to Tamika Willis would like to have fun. Tamika she would. Willis True. would like to have friends and family around. Yes. Uh, and she probably also has fond memories of Disney World, which way to give a plug to a corporation that doesn't need the money, didn't ask for the money. Does she have licensing to be dropping Disney World? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, but I do want uh, the I'm just the thing that I'm thinking is the Kindle edition leaves me wanting. I need that sweet, sweet paperback <laughs> physical copy for thirty four twenty five. You know what I mean? It's for the analog collector experience. It's mm. a tactile thing. You just gotta have it in your hand. A classic piece of literature such as Party Animals, where a trip to Disney World is. And it, did you say it was interrupted by a nap? By a nap! I mean, <laughs> that probably came by roller coaster. You know how that happens when a nap crashes through your apartment in a roller coaster? Help me out. Is there a, 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 a slang? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just right, right off the top, I'm going to let Confirmed. you know I cannot. No help whatsoever. No. <laughs> Naps do mean you have fallen asleep for a brief period of time, right? Yes, that's what I thought it meant, yeah. So the animals, they go to Disney World, and that that is ruined when they all collectively fall asleep. No, what they have, on a roller coaster, this is what someone has told them, for they have endured traumatic brain injuries and were told lies afterwards. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Zemeckis, who's a hilarious comic as well, she, uh, she had the greatest... Uh, nailing of this which is this definitely sounds like the description of a fringe festival show oh at the if they're lucky if yeah edinburgh <laughs> fringe festival yeah, yeah 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 daytime like fucking early 8 30 a.m 8 30 a.m show yes okay i i couldn't resist i know it's cheap but i decided that apparently the siesta ruined the fiesta and I felt really good when I came up with that. <laughs> I felt well done. Well done. Thank on you. I don't the, have a lot uh, right now. I have this. Uh, but also, that's a great band name. It's also, I mean, yeah, but it's also, you probably wrote a better line than like what is in the book itself. Oh, I mean, but there's no doubt. It would not take very long. Siesta Ruin the Fiesta is a far more clever title for that book. Thank just, you. Just re rewrite it. Get the money. I'm, I'm going to rewrite that book. That's what I'm going to put my energy into. Money. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to rewrite Coop, the Italian edition. <laughs> you know how classy it is when it's got that Italian. Translated, I, obviously. I also like that the, the cover is so classy. Like, it looks like one of those journals where you're going to be writing, like, <laughs> things about poetry and uh you know like old poets i can't name one when i'm thinking about it because it's been a long time but anyway <laughs> um it's been translated from italian so i'm going to read the translation as it is and it's still going to sound better than those titles that originally were in english but shouldn't have been well under normal circumstances <laughs> that's how he starts well under normal circumstances I'd say that identification is your pillow. But this is a book about poop. I just were. I'm, I'm just going to ask. The title was poop. It was poop. It was with poop, a, and and that did question me, mark. That made me think. First of all, I don't know where you're going 
where you can use a pillow as identification. Like, you know, the TSA agent just pulls you over and you're like, I got this. That one sentence, you know, that old children's game at a party where you put your forehead on a bat and you turn around 10 times. Like, okay, try to run towards this thing. I feel like that right now. Uh You showed me a book called Poop (laughs) and then opened with, those were non sequiturs in and of themselves, those words. And then attaching it to a book called Poop with a truly timeless image. I'm, I'm struggling, Monica. I'm I, struggling. No, I get it. I get it. Right away, I just want to say that the identification as your pillow confused me because it was about poop. And then I thought, um, maybe, I, again, with the self-help, when reading a lot of this stuff, uh, so mm. maybe let poop be your passport. Just something you can tweet out. Anyone in the audience, if you you want to tweet something to remember this show by, to tell people, just let poop be your passport. Uh, all right. So well, under normal circumstances, I'd say that identification is your pillow. But for a while, I think you'll have to be mine. Of course, also having to be home alone to make love in reality. No. <laughs> no. Then he says, I'm scared I'd freak out your family. What the fuck is he talking about All right, at any point? We have a comment in the chat that we do just have to point it out. It's 859 pages of this diatribe, this stream of consciousness. Kelly, this yes, that's true. Christian, like the word poop with a question mark has caused 895 pages of what is like, this is the Zodiac speaking. Uh, <laughs> yes. I am, I am afraid. Like, did you just read words that have now unleashed an incantation upon your home? Did you oh. let something in your house? Do you need to burn sage now? Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I think, I think that's entirely possible. And there'll be another book that will make you question that as well. It is, Unreal. It's just unreal. I'm sorry to have unleashed the demon. I'm scared now. I'm going to move on. <laughs> this is, this is, I know there's a problem. All right, we're back at that. Strange skill share. Okay, again, uh, this whole theme is, is like, I, I, I'm, you know, rapidly losing touch with who I am, who I was before the pandemic. A lot of reading different books and also taking some courses on Skillshare, which can be very enlightening, but also there's some shit. Uh, so mm-hmm. here we have the seven, your seven-day challenge for faith, fitness, and fatherhood. And now- Don't you love it? I do. Uh, because Don't I you think, just love it? I think that there are two challenges that he has met right away. Don't even need to question. First of all, one is uh, becoming a ghoul, because I think he's accomplished <laughs> that. At the very least, a goblin. Yeah, so that's a challenge. That's great. And then I think that he uh, has accomplished standing in front of what looks like a broken window. Uh, yeah, yeah, or like yeah, maybe it's winter time and there's a tree in the background, but otherwise, no. The this is full on like this dude right. smash that like, but like. He was like, we're going to fucking do this video. We're going to do this fucking oh, video. He fucking shatters the thing behind him. And he's like, all right, let's film this. Completely forgetting where he was. And he's like, yeah. all right, let's fucking go. And Faith 
fitness and fatherhood all tied into one from a guy in a suit. Because we all, when we think about working out, you want to be in a full suit. In a full suit and, a, and be a Christian. Those things are very critical. They go together really well. Okay. Are you a Christian dad? Do you find you just don't have the same energy you used to have in your early 30s? let alone your 20s. Uh, I mean, I feel like if God is with you, you should have all the energy in the world. But maybe many people believe that this is just a part of getting older. It's easy to start believing that your best years are behind you, that you are a little more than a has-been. Oh my God, he's speaking to me. I'm going to take this fucking challenge. <laughs> it's, it's, it's every huckster's language where it's like yeah you're speaking to me of yeah, course you're yeah. speaking to me what's your answer guy well apparently uh, you long to see your family looking up to you again you want to inspire them and then you're like okay buddy what are you gonna do are you gonna become a missionary what what are you gonna do no what if i were to tell you that you can be a hero again that with a full few small tweaks and little dedication you can be the superhero they know you are oh Okay. Having worked with hundreds of people and delivered 20,000 hours of personal training, I think all at once. I think it's just a running <laughs> monologue. And nutrition coaching. I know the secret lies in harnessing the power of your metabolism. So this is, this is how he's going to be a hero by eating vegetables. Is yeah. That what it takes? It's nothing, nothing quite as nice as fat shaming and tearing us down than, than wrapping it up in your family doesn't even fucking respect you, fatso. Let's get these abs for Christ. You see, you see this, this fucking triangular V-shaped tapered torso every dot and every ripple is for every station of the christ crucifixion upon mount sinai son amazing uh mike you disappeared probably because you have said the best thing i've ever heard uh come back come back mike uh i'm i'm hoping mike will come back Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm going to continue, and Mike will be back hopefully soon. And it says, uh, when you're able to do this, you can literally turn back time for your body clock. And then it says, all you need is this seven-day restored strength challenge. Imagine having the strength and vitality of a 25-year-old again. Imagine seeing unparalleled health and vitality. Most importantly, imagine the pride in your family's eyes. Plus, God wants us to be healthy and fit as you transform your body, health, and fitness and start inspiring them to do the same. Mike has returned. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, he, this guy's telling us that God wants us to be healthy and fit. And I don't think that's true because God did invent onion rings. So, all right, Mike will turn his mic on and then we will uh, continue with my mic. With my mic, yeah. Mike will have a mic. Oh my God, I just Mike made on a the joke. mic. I made my first joke just now. <laughs> I said Aww. Mike has, is going to turn on his mic and then Mike's going to have a mic. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Well, what you need to get your mind back is the Lord, faith, fitness, through this man's plan. Yes. What that's what you needed all along, and I think, I think the reason why 
I was dropped out is because we were mocking this man's way. Mm. You see, we were making fun of God and I was spited. I was smoted by the Lord himself. (laughs) True. I knew that would happen eventually with my show, but I I thought it was going to be me. So thank you for taking (laughs) over. Um, Now we have how to write a really good letter of complaint. And there are eight lessons, eight lessons to writing a really good letter of complaint. All right. Uh, And this one. So first of all, first of all, expressing, right? Then it's session two, clearing your head because things have gotten flat out of control. Okay. So clear your head. Uh, Then there's the gathering. We go on. All right. And then we've got session five, know thy enemy, uh, which honestly sounds a bit intense, right? Like, oh my gosh, you're going to go into battle with Dunkin' Donuts. Is that what's happening with you? Just going to fight it out. We didn't just get a bad burrito bowl from Chipotle. No, this person must be defeated on the field of battle. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. There's a whole... (laughs) The anger that must exist inside of you. (laughs) Like, I must, it is not good enough to (laughs) express your dissatisfaction at the store. We're going to compose this in an eight-lesson composition. And Hamilton has pointed out something great, which I was just about to get to. I was just going to tell you guys that the title for Session 8 is Teddy Bear and What? And we'll get to that in a second, but... uh, Hamilton says, Teddy Bear and what was the first draft of Turn Down for What? Teddy Bear and what? Teddy Bear and what? That's, well, yeah, it's the Kids Bob's version. The Kids <laughs> yes, Bob's version. but apparently there's a little reveal here, because uh, I had to look it up. Uh, it is called Teddy Bear and What's Next? In regards to writing a perfect letter of complaint that will defeat our enemies. Or... Uh, I guess it could also be a horror film, <laughs> Teddy Bear. Oh, and what's next? That's what I see. And then Why I was like, find out. I need more horror films that have random titles. Uh, so the next thing I'm going to direct is Gargoyles and Fuckboys. Are <laughs> a Bloomhouse production directed <laughs> by Monica Humber. Yeah, I want to work with them. I'm totally in for this. I can see this being a Bloomhouse film. Uh, yeah, so uh, so now we've got the description. This course will help you through the process of how to craft a well-thought-out, clear and decisive letter of complaint. Okay. So far, so good, Mike? I, I mean, like, I, I want to share a table with this man. I want to break bread with this guy. I, I, I can see why. Whether you like a good time. Whether you are concerned about a traffic fine, poor service, or personal issues such as harassment at work. Uh, All right. uh, Okay, uh, I got a lot of problems with this. Like, are you affected by poor service at Arby's? uh, Or has your coworker threatened to shank you? It's already inappropriate, right? It's already inappropriate. It's same. You, we've, we're 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 mixing in. You're jumping scales here, man. We were in the key of G, and then like you just you you went all out of key, man. Like no, 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 you can't mix those things. What one of those is like a legitimate thing that we should all encourage people to do and stick up for yourself in the workplace. But 
please, under no circumstances, unless you absolutely have to, please don't make someone's job in the service industry, especially if they're serving you food, harder for them. Please. Oh, God, really? Really? Like, can you just go on with your life? Like, unless the bad experience is they, they insulted you, like, you know, racially or something awful. Where oh, I got, like, food poisoning. People. I want a free bowl of food or a voucher for something nice. Like, that usually is, like, good enough, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I guess, yeah, that's right. That takes care of, really, any problem can be taken care of by, like, a free burrito bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know what, you guys tweet that. Um, all right, so uh, it goes, you can, you know, if, what, in a front, and you're fronted by an event that has affected your well being, this course may be helpful to you. It will take you through a process of thinking, beginning by exploring ways to release your pent up emotions before learning how to gather. No, is this, an, is this a no from you, Mike? Oh no, oh no. <laughs> your pent up emotions before learning how to gather the facts, knowing thy enemy, clearly articulating what you want to achieve, finding your voice, writing the letter, and finally, and everyone hears the reveal, finally critically reviewing your work with the help of a teddy bear. We have broken through to the other side of madness. <laughs> this is some Mel Gibson in the beaver shit right here. <laughs> what just happened? You're, you're going to talk to the teddy bear? What does the teddy bear say when you read the letter? The teddy bear is like, I think you need real problems. You should call your family. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, Call no. your family. Work things out. Stop supporting Trump. I mean, maybe the teddy bear is telling you all sorts of things. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it, it, at one point, this person was someone who just wanted to, like, be able to stand up for themselves. And it's, by the end of this, is fully like, I'm going to take out life's disappointments out on the Macy's clerk. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> And someone's going to pay him to learn how to do it. I hope it's just, you know, just a site with no hits and, you know, it just exists as a, a novelty that he once put up. I really hope that he doesn't get to say, like, yeah, you want to round on me? This weird course I teach paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. So the teddy bear looks like it could be smoking a joint, so that could still work. Uh, Hamilton's continuing with his turn down for what theme. And uh, and yeah, it still could work. It still could. Now we've got Pornomity, the final segment. And uh, it's, it's extra confusing today. It always is a little mind-boggling, but we got this today. So, all right. Um, Hi, Okay, so Mike, I don't know if you know who these people are, but like I had to look them up, and so this isn't even a porn film. It's people, and then I don't understand. Okay, so we're gonna. I just I I gotta like All right. unravel no. things. Okay, go ahead. You you say you you do your thing. You tell me what you're thinking right off so, the top. Vague bit. Um, cause I had to, I, you know what I'm saying? I had to watch this video and the idea that like, it just dawned on me that you found this on what appears to be xvideos.com. Yes. Uh, the, uh, the original content creators appear to be like state produced Christmas singers who are like having some kind of public relationship, which is like, you know, like, you know, it's any like tabloid thing, you know, a singer and another singer are recording songs and there's a romance. 
but it's like ultra low budget from the Philippines and most of it revolves around Christianity and Christmas. Uh, And could not have been sung with any less passion from both singers. It's important to note if you're just looking at this picture that their smiles are far more radiant than anything that they perform. Well, and what's really amazing is uh, that's the thing I posted to YouTube because that's like the the actual song. What this person uploaded to YouTube, because that's already not erotic, but what, what this person uploaded to YouTube was just text and of the lyrics and pictures of them. And oh, part of the sing-along. It's a, oh yeah, a sing-along. Because when you're jacking off, you're also just going to sing a little ditty. <laughs> a little ditty with your dicky. It's fun. You're me, you so, want to sing about the Lord's birthday. Come on. I mean, I think when I watch, one thing that I'm really haunted by when I watch, when I go through porn is, uh, is that there are people uploading things that aren't porn. And I'm like, how much imagination do you have? Like, I really need the thing going in the thing. That's why I'm on a porn site. But apparently, yeah, we're here for we're here for the filthy pornography, ladies and gentlemen. I need that. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here on the porn site. I'm not here to watch two people on a slideshow sing about fucking Christmas and what a depressing song it is, which we'll get to in a second. Also, (laughs) the fucking tags, white. Red, watch, same, gray, color. Not even a sentence. No, it's a spy code. It's got to be. It's got to be. All right. Say those words, and then I get something into a tunnel, into access to the the all the gold. Clearly, this is so. We've stumbled upon a Philippine intelligence message embedded within X videos, and it is some type of. Maybe they're maybe the singers or themselves are trying to send a message out to to us. Oh yes, yes, save, un- save me! I'm tired ally. of people jacking off to my videos. And like, did Daniel John Ford Padilla seriously write his whole Christian name out as the uploader of this? But clearly, the guy who made this did in fact upload it and wrote his whole legal name. I mean, like, maybe I, I don't, or someone who wants to be him because he wants to be banging Catherine. True. Well, well, that that imposter has three hundred and sixty-eight followers on X videos. Let, let me let me let me give you a little idea. So, some one of the lyrics: "Someday at Christmas there'll be no tears. All Whoa. men are equal and no man have fears. One shining moment might pain away from our world today." Okay, so if that isn't boner killing, that was lovely. Boner killing. It goes, someday all our dreams will come to be. Someday in a world where men are free. Maybe not in time for you and me. But someday at Christmas time. Oh my fucking God. This is. It's it's sadder than a white Christmas, which is, it's it, it, it's really sad. And it's on a porno site. Imagine that this frame. You've paused it here. You've got it on a tab. You're you're doing your thing on the good tab. You search for a while. You you, you fucking just you get there. You finish, like and and you know when you're watching porn and then immediately after you're done watching porn, the thing you were watching is absolutely disgusting. Oh, so God. you have to just X out of it, and you're met with someday all our dreams will come to be. With your filth in your hands, with you and all of your indecencies that you decided to search for 
are met with Daniel and Catherine singing the message of Christ from the Philippines, trying their best. That is the only, like, that is the horror that will be. There is no question that that's what's going to happen. And it's just, like, of all the things that will make me feel less, it, or, like, feel less horny, it's the idea that one day we're all going to be dead. Uh, the world's going <laughs> to solve its problems before yeah. we die. But maybe someday in the future, once we're all gone, things will be okay. Yeah, it gives me the old Christmas clit every time. I really didn't know how hard we were going to go into the music analysis of it, but that is the fucking bleakest, like, it's it might as well be about, like, yeah, we can't stop the horror of war, but at least at some point in the future, clearly not involving us, because our life is nothing but pain. We're done, yeah. But in the future, someone may have a good Christmas time. Oh, <laughs> wow! What a what a message to, to give our audience before the <laughs> before the holidays. That's so but good. I, I do know that I came really hard talking about it. Oh God, oh. <laughs> Mike! What a moment to connect us because me too, obviously. Uh, then we've got dinner leads to family threesome, and uh, when that happens. What's that? Sorry. When that happens, the classic family mix up. Right. And, and you know, grandma's friends like this. Here's the thing. Uh, I know a lot of people are disappointed. They can't go home. It's you know, it's Christmas. It's COVID. Uh, but really, if this is what's going to happen, aren't you kind of grateful? I mean, talk about the family spread leading to something else. <laughs> so, and, and also, did this start by them saying grace? Were they all just saying what they were thankful for this season? And then all of a sudden they're like, I'm thankful for your beautiful tits. Well, I'm thankful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, after being away for so long, I'm just so thankful of seeing that sweet, sweet ass, Carol. <laughs> that nice onion booty, as you said last time. <laughs> that sweet, sweet onion booty. That sweet, sweet onion booty. and. Unfortunately, one of the captions does read old couple and teen, so it does appear that we will be talking about someone's old granny and teenager getting yeah. on. Very, very appropriate. Um, apparently, there's lots of things that lead to things that we don't necessarily expect, such as our final slide, which is unexpected rain in a public <laughs> park pushed us to extreme acrobatic ass fuck. How? Is That's it like, a good like, question. That's a great question. I was hoping it's, you it's, could answer that. It's not the why. Why is a childish question. It's the how of it all. That it's so what you didn't want to get rain on you while you were fucking so we all had to do like tumblies to avoid the rain while we're still we're, we're still connected in extreme acrobatic ass fuck so this is like we're talking about parkour and anal parkanal <laughs> it's parking for anal that's not one of the tags but it should have been <laughs> yeah i think your and idea it, is way better than the thought i had because i thought maybe the droplets of uh, rain are like they're acid, but also they speak to you. And so they oh. drop onto you and then they bully you into having an acrobatic ass fuck. Oh, 
Now that's going to be a nightmare on the menu I had not anticipated previously. You're um, welcome. That's, you know what? If we have any cartoonists, if we can get like just a visual representation of that scenario, Anyone? I truly appreciate that. <laughs> Anyone uh, want to do that? that was, Drop us a raise. <laughs> Bullying you. Oh, the, Oh my God! But yeah, Mia Bandini and her man are up to some shit, and like they have forty-four thousand followers behind this extreme acrobatic ass fuck shit. She is which white? She's like a very famous porn porn star, but like, okay, I mean, I kind of admire her for coming up with this title because you wonder, you gotta see it. It's a real clickbait porn title, if ever I saw one. And and again, it just the, uh, the language of it all. They were pushed, pushed to extreme acrobatic aspects, meaning like they could take no more. No, they <laughs> must. They must act in an extreme manner to get up to some acrobatic ass fucking. Absolutely. And look, uh, I it's been like a little while since I've been in the U.S., so I don't know what's happening there in terms of like your weather <laughs> situation. All right, uh, all but, right. But here in Canada, they warn you. They oh. let you know. So does that also show up in French? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Warning, severe anal sex conditions expected. Uh, danger. <laughs> Il va être un peu de now, you know what? My French, uh, my French needs some work before I can actually be a weather reporter, uh, a meteorologist in Quebec. Uh, I can, that is incredible. Uh, I don't even really know any of these words at this point, but what I do know, it is fucking snowing, and that's all it takes for us to do some like hardcore Kama Sutra positions. And it, like, that would be the next level up, right? If you have, if you're training in the rain and that pushes you to extreme acrobatic ass fucking, the snow is like hardcore. Like, whoa, you're about to go up against the Russians in like a acrobatic ass fuck face to face, like Queen's Gambit style. Yeah. Like you guys got to train for this shit. Holy shit, you're right. You're right. There's probably years of like years of Olympic training for that one moment where you the can freezing be against the goddamn Russians. Ready for the freezing precipitation extreme ass fuck. Wow. Well, I guess we should probably get started on that training, Mike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this has been a really fun show. Let's just do some of the outro stuff. So and uh, so to contribute, if you'd like to contribute to us, please feel free. We will not fight you. We will not push you into acrobatic anal fucking. <laughs> we won't do it. You can Venmo Mike Saves at Mike dash sains you can paypal me monica.hamburg at usa.net uh mike you can be found on twitter at mike sains and at instagram hey, at the mike sains and uh you can follow me all over the place monicahamburg.com is my site thank you everyone for watching the show mike thank you so much for being here thank you for having me and being able to say ass fuck more than i have in the entirety of quarantine in your front of your family. Woo! Thank you, Monica. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And it's, by the way, it's my 36th birthday tomorrow. And I did this for my family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Happy birthday in advance, Mike. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. And try to avoid the extreme anal ass book unless you have proper insurance.